You excited for your trip, Josh? <laughs> oh yeah, can't wait. I just want to play beach volleyball, man. That's it. That's all On I the cruise. <laughs> this guy. Of all things. That's my Are vacation of... thing, man. I love doing that shit. Meeting you going to ball tomorrow, Josh? Like... Huh? You going to ball tomorrow? Better court. <laughs> no, I'm not allowed to ball this week. She doesn't want me to get injured. Shit. It sucks. I wanted yeah. to go today, too. I tore it up on Saturday, just letting you guys know. I'm not surprised. No, my shot came back, finally. Not Chinese surprised, new... motherfucker! Chinese New Year. Out. Yeah, the year of the rabbit. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? And you like that, Josh? You like my throat? It's killing me. Now I was laughing at his drink. Remember it was Peter Tran. What was yeah. that? Oh, this is no. the uh, it's the special stuff, man. It's oh. just special, hydration mix. Huh? You know what that looks like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a yeah, bit concentrated of urine. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the thinking. urine podcast. <laughs> yeah. My god, I'm your host, Peter Tran, on the line, not drinking his uh, any urine i hope josh cohen how you doing i I can confirm i am not drinking my own urine like somebody here i mean you're not on a deserted island that's that's good news the banger in the paint our residential medical expert uh is there is there something we need to know about you rajan walia see you know what this stuff is the good stuff josh might actually have to be drinking his own urine when he goes on the cruise and they run out of fresh water oh god (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know there was a baseball player that did that um in his prime if you remember uh, moises alu he used to play for chicago yeah a few other teams yeah he used to drink his urine before the game because he thought it brought him good luck or something like that oh my so, god no way it's some ritual that he was doing plus he thought it brought him good luck so he's been doing that for i mean he was doing that when he was playing obviously i'm not sure if he's still doing it now after you know he retired but uh Looks like Raj is continuing the, uh, you know, the exercise. So. Oh, wow, a Moses Alou shout out. That's uh, that's a deep cut. That's like We're not late nineties basketball cut. podcast too. Wow, <laughs> impressive. You want to talk about Joe Sakic next? Oh my god, don't get me started on Sakic. I love Sakic. That's my favorite <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, you know what's time. funny? Uh, Joe Sakic, like pretty American dude, right? I heard on Bill Simmons' podcast like a couple of weeks ago, he called him Sakic, and I was like. What? Oh my god. You did not just get like turn this dude into an Eastern Bloc guy. Come on now. This did not just happen. <laughs> what are we doing? Okay, hold on one second. First of all, yeah, Bill Simmons gets all the names wrong all the time. Unless they play for Boston. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like <laughs> some of the names he gets wrong is just embarrassing. But did you just call Joe Sackick American? Isn't no, he American? He's Canadian. Nah, oh my god. Uh, whatever. A terrible start. Peter. My whole point is that he's North American. Restart the pod. Right? Restart the pod. Whatever. The won multiple gold medals for Canada. I mean, my goodness. Yeah. In the gold medal games, he had like at least a goal and two assists in most of the. Oh my god! Come on, man. Oh, my apologies, my dude. I Raj love my is hockey drinking his own urine. Back, You're getting all these Canadian <laughs> legends wrong. Calling them American. What is going on here? <laughs> Canadian legends. That's funny. I mean, he is. How right. dare you? That's my bad. That's my bad. My is bad. Theo Joe Fleury, like seven feet tall. Yo, Theo Fleury in uh, Face Off '98. What a monster. <laughs> uh, anyways, can we just get started? We were gonna start off with All Stars, but Raj, there's been a little movement today with your boy Rui Hachimura. Finally on the big stage. Yeah, on his way to the Lake Show in exchange for Kendrick Nunn and uh, 
three second round picks. The Lakers just continuing to bleed draft picks. Okay, my only question is, does this make Ruby Hachimura like the second best shooter on the Lakers now? <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. Um, I, I, I think they added him for shooting and some, interestingly enough, forward depth. Uh, and he actually played relatively well with Russell Westbrook, so I'm wondering if they're trying to rebuild that Washington connection. Um, I think they have now four ex-Washington players, Russell Westbrook, Thomas Bryant, Rui, and I think uh, Brown Jr., right? That's right. So um, I, I guess that Washington Wizards team is going all the way out west, but I think for Rui, this is a good move. He's behind uh, Kuzma, kind of fell when once Kuzma really took over that starting role. Um, and interestingly enough, I think looking at what Washington is doing, they pretty much got, I think, a, a pretty much a dime on a dollar value uh, in Kendrick Nunn. And they're probably going all in on Kuzma, who's openly hinted that he does not want to stay in Washington. So I, I have no idea where they're going with this. Now they have, what, three extra second-round draft picks, whoop-de-doo, Washington. Um, I don't even know. I think they fell off the treadmill. Like, this is them falling off the treadmill and smoking their head on the way, and they're going to be rolled over on the side of the road or side of the the league for the next couple of years with this. But, yeah, um, I'm happy for Rui. I think he's going to be a, a good player. I think he will be a player that comes off the bench. He'll probably still average 20 to 25 minutes a game. Um, and I expect him to, to again, put up pretty decent efficiency. Uh, and I think also in closing lineups, he might actually play a bit. Um, if especially if a team's playing big. Yeah, I don't know about that. You're way too optimistic about Mr. Hachimura. Uh, for me, I I don't really see the fit. This is another Lakers move where they got good value, yes. I mean they're taking a flyer on a guy who's twenty four years old who fits all the you know, the, the mold of the new modern player being six seven to six nine, who could hypothetically hit knockdown, you know, three point shots, like standstill shots play some defense, rebound, maybe. Um, but is he a good fit with LeBron? I don't know. I, like, Rui's not a spot-up shooter, right? Like, Rui's a mid-range player. So, and, and, you know, defensively, we don't really know what he is yet. So far, he's been pretty bad on the defensive end up until this year, where his metrics are, they're okay. They're average. Um, but ultimately, it is a, it's a good move. You're not really giving up anything. Like, three second-round picks, and Kendrick Nunn didn't work out, obviously. And then on the Washington side of things, which, you know, we should definitely talk about, um, just the fact that they're going in the direction of signing Kyle Kuzma to what's going to be an absolutely insane contract. Like four years, $140 million or something? It's going to be in that range based on how he's playing this year. And then you're going to have three guys making at least $100 million on a team that's not going to make the playoffs. Incredible. But at this rate, Bradley Beal might just join the rest of his Washington Wizard teammates in uh, L.A. Well, so what? They're going to trade Westbrook for him? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be something. Trade AD for him. Trade AD for him and Chris Tapps next year. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know who I hate that for more. All of them. For everybody. Oh, man. That's yeah. brutal. <laughs> but LeBron will finally have a shooter next to him. Three years too late. 
Do you think Rui's actually going to play 20 to 25 minutes? Because, I, again, I don't see, like, in terms of their depth at that position, obviously he plays pretty much a four. I think that's, like, his established position. Um, maybe could play a three, but his lateral foot speed's probably not fast enough for the modern-day wing. Um, but I could see him playing in a closing lineup um, with uh, LeBron, obviously, when AD comes back. Rui adds a bit of size in the front court. Um, and then, again, the, the issue always with the Lakers is that guard shooting. Obviously, Westbrook's probably not going to play down the stretch. Um, so I, I really don't know who else would have started, like not Pat Bev or anything like that. So um, it'd probably be Schroeder and Austin Reeves, maybe, or Lonnie Walker. I mean, it's been Troy Brown in the last like couple of games that they've been, that they've won. Not even just been playing, but they've won. But that's that's all I got. Just just <laughs> Troy Brown Jr. Yeah, I mean Gosh. Troy Brown is he's actually been decent for them lately, and he actually plays defense, and he's the prototype type of player that you want next to LeBron in that he hits spot up threes and he plays a little bit of defense, so. Can Rui play that role better than Troy Brown Jr.? I sure hope so, for Roger's sake. Yeah, we got to see him in prime time. That's all I care about. Prime time. It works better for the Japanese audience. Uh, Okay, (laughs) can we move on? Let's do our all-star picks. Uh, Let's start with our starters. I'm pretty sure we should have roughly around the same guys for this. So in the Eastern Conference, I'm just going to name off some guys. You guys tell me if they're locked in or not. Let's go with that. Giannis? Yes. Kevin Durant? Yep. Yes. And uh, I think we talked about this last time, but we also have Tatum over Joel Embiid for that third for, uh, front court spot. Yeah. Yeah, it's I close. guess so. It's very nah, close. I think it's close, but I'd give it to Tatum. Yeah, he's been more consistent and played more games. Yeah. yeah. He also has a better team record. He's like in talks for MVP. I mean, if you have an MVP candidate, it's kind of hard to not have them as a starter in the All Star game. Uh, as your guards, Donovan Mitchell, Mister Seventy One. Yeah, Makes I think sense. he's he's probably the lock at the like one of the guard positions. This one, the last one's interesting though. So, personally, I would have Jalen Brown there, but I feel like Kyrie is going to end up getting that position. Yeah, I think Kyrie's definitely going to get it by a fan vote, obviously. But uh, again, in terms of consistency, I think Jalen Brown definitely has. I mean, it seems like so long ago that Kyrie made that those outlandish statements and was causing havoc again early on in the season. But you have to factor that in. He missed a bunch of games, or he missed at least 10 games, and Brown's only missed a few. He missed a week, I think, lately. And uh, yeah, overall, like, Brown has been better if you factor in everything over the course of the season so far. But again, it is close. Yeah, I I think I would still say the question is who is going to get it or who is deserving of it? Because I think there can be different. Who would you take? Who would I take? For me, like again, Kyrie's missed a lot of games. Um, I don't know if the NBA wants to reward kind of his behavior. Obviously, he's played amazing, but interestingly enough, right now at this moment, I would go way in left field and I would probably give it to Tyrese Halliburton. Hmm. Yeah, I don't that know. is uh, pretty far out of the left field. Maybe a foul <laughs> ball. 
I mean, he is going to make the all-star team, but has he been better than Tatum or Irving? Brown. I mean, arguably, maybe Irving. I still take Brown over, uh, sorry, not Tatum, sorry, Brown. Um, I would still take Brown over both of them, but um, in terms of Irving versus Halliburton, you know, maybe, maybe. I could see it. I mean, it's a bit of a stretch, but Tyrese Halliburton is averaging 20 and 10. Yeah, and his team, talent-wise, is obviously nowhere as good. He's pretty much carrying that team um, to a, a respectable record. Are they uh, in the playoffs right now? Indiana is, ooh, ninth in the East right now. Playing. Just yeah. under 500. I mean, they were sixth when Halliburton went down, and lately they've lost every game without him, I believe. So Two and eight tough. in their last ten. Yeah, they've... Uh... <laughs> Enough, been so. a little rough. Been a little rough in Indiana. That's yeah. interesting. I, I, I mean, I would still take Jalen Brown over Tyrese Halliburton, but let's just transition that into our locks for these. Then Tyrese Halliburton, for makes sure. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. Joel Embiid. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, either Kyrie Irving or Jalen Brown. Whoever you don't have starting naturally. Pascal yep. Siakam. I have him as a lock. Yeah, I, I would say just because he's played really well, especially in the beginning of the year, um, I, I would have him as a lock as well. Uh, yeah. Like Garage's hate, but not not much hate here. Disappointing. The special stuff. <laughs> I mean, a lot of it does come down to games played when you look at uh, the rest of the players here, right? And Siakam has played in 38 games. He's averaging, what is he at now? 25, 8, and 7. And he's shooting 48% from the field, good effective field goal percentage. I mean, he's been the one constant for Toronto the entire year, pretty much. And, uh, you know, he's doing that with basically no spacing on the court. Toronto is by far the worst half-court offense in the league. And he's still doing this. So I and, think you have to give it to him. And the funniest part is that rumors are now out of uh, Toronto and San Antonio participating in a three-way trade to oh, include wow. Jakob Pertl and Gary Trent Jr., Toronto's best and, may I say, only shooter. Just putting it out there. A little, a little crazy. A little crazy. I mean, yeah. Toronto would have to reshape their entire team to make that make sense. I mean, I love Pirtle, but uh, he doesn't make sense on this roster right now. Not like that construction, at least. Okay, anyways, uh, Bam Adebayo. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I think he'd be a fringe. Like, I think he might play because... Someone else will sit out, but I, I don't think he's a lock for me. James I don't know, Harden. this one's tough. Uh, Harden will get it. Honestly, I, I think I would make Bam a lock. He's played 43 games this year, and he's 21-10-3. Right he yep, he's been Miami's only constant this whole year. He was just kind of garbage when I watched him. Not garbage, just he was there. <laughs> it's one game, man, relax. Hey, I got to see him in person, and it was just a bit underwhelming. Now, Gabe Vincent, on the other hand. Oh, yes. Yeah. Breakout game, <laughs> that game. Put him in the All-Star lock. game. Oh, no. Him and Javon Carter. Oh, my God. Okay, so yeah. I'm going to take Bam as a lock. Same. All right, yeah. Stats-wise, you can't argue with 43 games, and his numbers are great, and he's efficient. <laughs> hey, Raj pure pressured into Bam out of bio, love. All right. Uh, James Harden? Do we say yes? I would say yeah. 
I mean, I, I don't like the guy, obviously, but it, it's hard to say no to Harden. There's so many guys left, though. Like, I, I made a list right now. I have uh, eight guys left for two spots. Oh, okay. Who's on so your list? I have, I have five left. Who do you have in your eight? So, the ten so far, we got Mitchell, Tatum, Embiid, Giannis, KD. That's five. That should be mm-hmm. the starting lineup, even though it's not going to be. Mm-hmm. And then you got Brown, Kyrie, Halliburton, Siakam, Bam. That's ten, right? Yep. Then you got Harden, Garland, Butler, Randall, Brunson, Trey Young, DeRozan, Porzingis. Yeah, so the last like five names aren't going to make it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. Like the Knicks guys, they have crazy stats, and both those guys have played in a lot of games so far. That is correct. I think uh, either either Randall or Brunson is going to make it for sure. It's just a matter of who the coaches want between the two. But one of them will make know. it. I think I it's going to be Brunson because he came to the team. He's, you know, that, that v- not veteran presence, but that like strong leader, that point guard, blah, blah, blah. You know, he's got a good narrative. But Julius Randle is also having like a crazy bounce back here. Both narratives are good. I don't think Butler is going to make it. Yeah, for I feel me, like it's Butler's be... games played have been too low and he's been, uh, yeah. like, when he plays, he's fucking Jimmy Butler, but. He just hasn't played enough consistently. Fine. I, I think if I had to choose two, I would take one guard. That'd be Harden and, uh, and I guess, Randall. I mean, for me, if I actually had to choose, I guess you have to take Harden, even though I don't want to. And then uh, I'd probably take Brunson, because I think ultimately he's the reason why the Knicks have been winning um, before, you know, recently when they lost their center, Mitchell Robinson. Um, but... Yeah, he's the main reason why they've looked competent the entire year. He's literally brought to New York what we've been calling for them to get for the past, like, what, 20 years? Since Carmelo days, yeah. A stable point guard? I will say one thing, though. I think ultimately Trey Young is going to make it over all of them because he's had a nice run lately, and he's a name, and ultimately I think he's going to get chosen. But he didn't make it last year. Did he not? Nope. Two years ago. Last year, uh, LaMelo made it in ahead of him. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what a terrible choice that was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, last year was LaMelo. DeMar, sneaky. Sneaky mm, good season year. so far. A consistent 26, 5-5. Five five. Yeah, Zach but... Levine, 24-4-4. Empty yeah. stats. <laughs> Yo. Y'all some haters. Yeah. yeah, but like you can't take it over the bigger names who have more team success. That's the key. What about Darius Garland then? He's a he's a tough omission, honestly. Like he's played really well this year. He had a tough start to the season, obviously with the eye injury against the Raptors, and he sat out a bunch of games. But um, after that, like he's still learning how to play with Mitchell too. So he's taken a back seat to Mitchell the entire year. Um, but lately now, with Mitchell being out the last couple of games, even before that, he's been playing really, really well. So he's put up really great stats. But again, you have a bunch of guys who have ultimately outplayed him over the course of the season in terms of consistency. Garland's uh, numbers are like almost exactly the same as last year. 21.7 points, uh, 8.1 assists instead of 8.6 last year. Effective field goal 522, or 52% rather. I mean, it's pretty like pretty decent numbers. I think the name recognition's not going to hurt him, but 
you need some fan vote. And I think he's like, if I remember correctly, he's on the bottom of the top 10, like somewhere eight, nine, 10. And again, like you in the guard position, you have Kyrie Mitchell Brown, likely Harden, right? That, that in itself is enough. Like it's hard to, and then Tyrese Halliburton. So I, I could argue Tyrese is the player that he's probably the most in contention with, but Tyrese has just had a better year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So in that last position, we're sort of, uh, I mean, putting it up between Brunson, Randall. Yeah, if, I think at this point, I think Brunson should get it. I, right I'd now. take Randall. I'd take Randall. Ooh, ooh, New just because the guard. Just the guard. Like, uh, they have enough guards there that I don't know if Brunson has a better... Like, they're going to take, what, six guards? Yeah, why not? I think Brunson in this. For an all-star game? Yeah, man. Julius Randle is so boring at an all-star game. What's he going to do? Like, do a shitty shimmy and take a long two? Yeah, jab, step, (laughs) jumpers. Yeah, (laughs) that's DeMar DeRozan's spot, man. Come on now. (laughs) Let's go to the best coast. The best in the West. All right, so starting it off, for our starters, we have Luka Doncic and Steph Curry. Easy money. Uh, Possibly three-time MVP, Nikola Jokic. Mr. 20-year career, LeBron James. And uh, who's that? Who's that last frontcourt position going to be? I'm going to let Josh take the floor because I'm going to spice it up here. I mean, if we're talking about who actually deserves it, like you want to start there, you want to start who is actually going to make the last spot. Well, we know that Anthony Davis is going to get voted in. That's whatever. Mm. Lake Show is just Lake Show fans are going to take over, right? That's yeah. to be expected. And if it's not him, it's going to be Zion. But who do you think should get that position? Honestly, for me, uh, actually, repeat the four again. Sorry, just so I have it right. Luca, Steph, Jokic, LeBron. Who should get it based on position or just overall? It's a forward. That that last front court position. Has to be front court? Yeah. Uh, for me, it has to be between Sabonis and Markinen then. So Yeah, there we go. Yes, sir. Wow. I mean, if I had the choice, my lineup would have been Morant, SGA, Luca, and uh, I guess you got to go with Sabonis because the Sacramento Kings are third in the West right now. Light the beam, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's a tough choice, though, like, honestly, because, like, Markinen has been nice. Unreal. Yeah. I, I, would, I would have to go with Markinen over uh, Sabonis just because Markinen is, like, the only star on that team. Um, and the Jazz have been a, a, a bigger surprise than the Kings. Um, so I, I would go LeBron, Jokic, Markinen in the front court, and again, Steph and Luka in the back court. I just want Markinen because it's in Utah, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Home gotta, Yeah, you gotta give the home fans what they want, man. Lowry. Now, who's had a better season, Markinen or LeBron? I mean, LeBron. Is in his twentieth year. That doesn't matter. <laughs> We're just talking about pure statistical output. How they're helping their team win. Who would you take? Who's had a better year? I think Markinen's had a better year compared to 
like his growth and his potential and ceiling. Like he's getting closer to there than LeBron has. And team success. Although I think they have similar records, if not the same. Uh, I believe the... Let me see this. The Utah Jazz are a game under 500. The LA Lakers are three games under 500. Yeah. So. And out of the play-in tournament. <laughs> Let's just keep that in mind. Uh, <clears throat> for the record here, LeBron is averaging 29.8, uh, 7 assists, and 8.5 and rebounds. Laurie Markkinen is averaging 24.8 points, 8.7 rebounds, and 1.8 assists. Yeah, but Markkinen's uh, shooting splits are insane right now. They're like 50-90, right? Uh, not not a 90. He's shooting 87 from the th- from the free throw line. Mm. 52% from the field. My God. Yeah. What a monster. Holy He's 55, crap. 85, and 38 or something. Uh, let me see his three-point percentage here. His three-point percentage this year is 42.7. Wow, that's crazy. 50, 40, 87. Yeah, Mark deserves a starting spot. The game being in Utah, the way he's played. Like, I, I, I name power, obviously, Davis and Zion are one of them are probably going to make it over uh, Mark But I think Mark like, will end up going through who's actually going to be playing in the All-Star game, but... Or making the roster, but Markinen, I think, should be a starter. You can argue LeBron, does he deserve it? I, I think he probably does. Over LeBron definitely this, deserves it. Hold on. Exactly. <laughs> There's no other frontcourt player other than Jokic in the West that deserves it more than LeBron this year. Well, I think I think Josh was trying to make the argument that it was going to be... Sabonis ja, and Markinen? S- no, Ja, SGA, Luka... Markinen and Jokic or something like Man, that. Man, all, all Euro lineup here except for Jai. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you had to <laughs> choose on, your man. starting five based on how they played so far, who would you choose? I would still choose LeBron over Sabonis and Markinen. Okay, and then who's the other four? Uh, well, Jokic, LeBron, Luka. Okay. I would probably pick Ja over Steph because he's been healthy the whole season. But Steph has the gravity, right? Uh, and then, yeah, Markinen. Marketing over SGA? Marketing over Sabonis. We're going positions, yeah, it's aren't we? No, Josh is doing a free-for-all, like five top. Yeah, just pick oh, whoever just you top want. top five? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, then I would pick Jamal Murray, Contavious uh, Caldwell Pope, everything oh, go. Gordon. <laughs> Bring all the nuggets. Bring Bruce yeah. Brown, too. Bruce Brown. Denver's, Denver's <laughs> close enough to Utah. Just take the team bus. All right. So, uh, yeah. So our locks. Off the bench. John Morant, naturally. SGA. Shea Gildress Alexander, Canadian, soon-to-be legend. Shea. Uh, Sabonis, or Markkinen, whoever you don't have starting. Zion. I mean, Yes, I, sir. I, uh, I think you have to leave him off at this point because the game's wow. played, right? Like He's been incredible, obviously, but it's hard to put in a guy. Who's, how many games has he played? Like 20-something? 27, things like that. Yeah, I don't know. There's got to be a cutoff at some point. Like He's been he's obviously 29. one of the best players in the league when he does play, but yeah, 29 is tough. 29. 25 mm, is pretty good out of 45. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 47. 29 out of 47 games so far. You take him over Fox, who's played in all the games? 
Well, Fox can still make that guard position. I think they'll take six guards, five, six guards. We have two more spots in the guard position. I would I would argue the other two people. It's between, in my opinion, Lillard, Booker, and Fox. Booker's not making it. Yeah, so it's probably going to be Fox and Lillard. So Ooh, as my Booker maybes, have I have McCollum, Lillard, and Fox right now. I'd give it to Lillard and Fox over McCollum. Over McCollum, eh? McCollum has been the healthiest uh, Pelican this year. Which is not saying much because they're the Pelicans. Yeah, but they're still you can't like, put him over Dame though. Dame's been incredible. Yeah, true. Hey, Devin Booker's twenty nine games. It doesn't seem like it. It doesn't seem like it. It seems like he's missed a lot more time. And honestly, looking at it, like he's been one of the MVPs this year based on how Phoenix has played without him. So. Man, that Phoenix team is rough. Woo. What is going on there, man? That team is really shaking it. It helps a lot that Chris Paul is finally back. Who knows how long he'll be back for. But that Phoenix team is not looking great without any guards, man. Who would have thought that a team with uh, Damian Lee would not be able to to support your team? Not great. Yeah, it's been rough lately. Um, I will bring up one other player. Jaron Jackson Jr. He Ooh. has 30 games. Ooh, but, I like it. You know, I put him on my list originally, but now that you said Zion has 29 games, it's hard to put him over Zion, no. but he's been amazing. I like it. I like it. Give me more of that. Give me more of, like, random guys that you would never think of. I mean, you should think of you him. Know? He's the defensive player of the year so far, right? Are you putting uh, Kawhi or PG into this? No. Oh, my God, no. Hell no. Too many games missed? Fuck them. They don't play. You know? Uh, what about uh, Rudy Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns? No, no. Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> Honestly, like Anthony Edwards is the other one I had trouble with because yeah. he actually made my list. So he's like twenty-five, five and five in the last uh, eighteen games. He's been like twenty-seven, six and five, I think. And he yeah, plays in every game. Of, he's on my list of maybes, but uh, I'm penalizing the Wolves. So no. <laughs> I mean, they're five hundred, right? Yeah, that's not great. <laughs> considering they're supposed to be your one seed they're doing yeah, better they than should. portland and you know obviously dames had a great year but uh you know there's an argument to be made there yeah like i think ants in the discussion not go bear or cat um and again i think the nba wants some mix of old stars and young stars so i i can see ant making it again i think i would still take fox and lillard over ant and then that's six guards and that's enough because they're going to go 12 and then in the forward position, I think we've kind of... The, I think the last spot's the interesting one. I would, I would give it to James, Jokic, Zion, uh, Sabonis, Markinen. And then the last spot is the one where, like, who gets that sixth forward spot? And as we continue, no more jazz, right? Laurie's going to be the only representative here. We're not showing Jordan Clarkson any weird love. No. The Golden State Warriors used to have Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, and Draymond Green. We're not counting any of them. None of them have really no. been that impressive this year. No. I, I think the only other player that, because of stats-wise, that probably deserves at least some consideration, and Josh, I'm not trying to become a Denver's, Denver Nuggets homer, but Aaron Gordon has to be at least mentioned. I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take a mention. He's become his best self this year. Let's just say that. I think he's shooting like 56 or 58% from the field. 
think he's at around 37 from three. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> one stat that blew my mind today, he's the uh, most efficient pick and roll ball handler in the NBA. It's probably because he does all his PNRs with Nikola Jokic. It's kind so of hard Jamal to knock Murray. Him. Yeah, true. I mean, it's not bad. Not bad, Aaron Gordon. I'll, Pretty I'll take good. It. And he said that if he makes the All-Star team, he's going to do the dunk contest. So put him in the All-Star game. I think he's like one of the only players that constantly dunks the ball too, eh? Like, he's one of those guys that always wants to dunk more than wants to lay it up. And you can see with a lot of guys, especially the veterans, are just like, ah, chilling. Easy dunks only. But Aaron Gordon will still try to poster people. I like it. I like it. Yeah. He's I, I embraced think... the bully ball mentality. Like, he stopped doing his stupid fadeaways from the post that he used to do with Orlando <laughs> and in his first year and a half or so with Denver. Yep. And now he just mashes everybody. Like, there's a smaller guy on him. He just puts them in the basket. He doesn't even care if he misses the first shot. He just goes and gets the second one, just tries to dunk everything. I like it. Quick second jump. That's how yep. it should be. It's huge, man. The guy's jacked. How would you not just bully people in that position? Yeah, uh, sure. That's it. Right? There's no one else that we need to really talk about from the West. So Jaron Jackson is our maybe our one of our wild cardy guys. Uh, none of the Clippers, none of the Sun. Mikhail Bridges? No. Only, only Phoenix Sun that hasn't been hurt this year. Lou Dort? No. Wenyan mm, no. Gabriel? No. Uh, Jeremy Grant? No. 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 I mean, he's starting game winners, well, but Jeremy they've Grant. trailed off lately. So I don't think you can put him even close to that conversation. I would have Gordon over him in terms of the conversation for All-Star. Remember um, when uh, Portland was at the top of the West at the beginning of the year? Started off like 5-0 and and everyone was like, holy shit. Four games under 500. Honestly, everyone talks about Toronto being the one team that everyone has to look at the trade deadline. I think Portland's that team in the West. Like, they can go in any direction, and I would not be surprised. But, yeah, in terms of, like, the All-Star selections, to end with this, um, you know, when Zion, Booker, and AD ultimately get chosen, who would you put in their spots? Like, name your 12 guys right now. On the West? Yeah. All right, so I'll start. I'll go Luca, Steph, um, and then Jokic, Anthony. Oh, sorry, uh, LeBron James, um, Nikola Jokic, Laurie Markkinen. Then as the reserves, I would go Shea, John Morant, Sabonis, Zion. Uh, I would give it to Aaron Gordon. Uh, sorry, not Aaron Gordon. I'd go Fox, Lillard, and then Aaron Gordon as like my wild card. Wow. I think that's 12. Okay. So I have Morant, SGA. Did you say SGA? Yeah, yeah I said SGA. Okay. Uh, Luka, Sabonis, Jokic, LeBron, Curry, Markkanen, Lillard, Fox. Eh. Yeah, I guess that last position, spots. right? Just no, that one, exactly, one spot. That wild card, and they, I think oh, Adam Silver picks those, right? So, no, no, no. So there's twelve wild cards, or uh, sorry, there's there's twelve roster spots, right? And then Adam Silver selects injury replacements. Oh, I see, I see. His yeah, hold on, his logic in the past has also always been to just go with whoever's next in fan voting. But this year it'll be like Andrew Wiggins that eventually gets it, and he's played like Ugh. ten games. So please not again. No, I, 
I don't think it will be. I think he'll give it to like someone like uh, in the East. It would be like a player like Drew Holiday. Um, There's none of those guys in the West though. That's a problem. Yeah. Right. Like all the guys in the West have. You probably give it to Anthony Anthony Davis or something. Or well, I guess he's not going to play because he's injured. But yeah, Devin Booker probably. I think the final three spots are going to go to the injured guys. It's going to be Booker. It's going to be AD. It's going to be Zion. Assuming that they don't, you know, aren't starters. Wait, then, over who? Over what do you mean? Over uh, like Lillard, Fox. I mean, Lillard's probably yeah. gonna make it. Fox is not gonna make it. Edwards won't make it. Jackson Jr. won't make it. So I think the locks are Moran, SGA, Lucas, Abonis, Jokic, LeBron, Curry, and then you have Lillard. That's eight, and then you probably yeah. have the three injured guys, and then you have one last spot. Interesting. I think Booker, AD, Zion make it. So that's three guys. And then you have the last spot, which can go to Fox, Edwards, Jackson Jr. uh, Aaron Gordon. Gordon. And I don't know. That's pretty much it. I had Thompson on my list too, but then I saw his stats. He's only shooting 39% from the field. He's been good lately. No, no. It's definitely not Clay. Yeah. So I think Jackson Jr. should be one of the replacements, though, for sure. What about Draymond? I don't know. No, but Draymond? Yeah. No. Maybe the G I'm amazed, one. I'm amazed he made it last year, too. My God. That guy, yeah. man. Guy's averaging like 7, 7, and 7. Like, come on. Has Draymond fooled everyone the same way Pat Bev has fooled everyone? No. Because no. Draymond's actually won <laughs> several times. Yeah, Jam- Draymond's so actually an effective player. <laughs> like, and he's, he's not just not... Yeah, he's statistically not fun, but um, yeah, he, he still is a winning player. Beverly sucks. <laughs> he does. He's a bad player now. Like, he was oh, good two man. years ago. Like, he was a decent <clears throat> role player, but now he's averaging, like, five points a game. It's He sucks. Yeah, he really can't shoot anymore. Like, at one point, he was, like, a mediocre shooter at best. And it's just fallen off. And usually you well, don't lose your jump shot as you grow older. What is that? <laughs> I think he was also taking open jumpers for the Clippers, like wide open, so it's different. He's taking open jumpers now because nobody covers him. He gets a Draymond <laughs> treatment. I think maybe he's hanging out with Russ too long. Oh, it's contagious. God, it's brutal out there. You know All who right, he is? So- he's the poor man's Javon Carter. Oh, Ooh. man. Ooh. No, no, Javon, Javon Carter is a good defender, though. Don't yeah, and Javon Carter Javon. does his role. That's yeah. the key. Javon Carter is like, remember, um, fuck, what's his name? Remember Anthony Johnson from like the <laughs> mid 2000 Pacers? Yeah. Yeah. Javon Carter. Or Bobby Jackson. Was, same kind of player. I was going to say Lindsey Hunter. Ooh, nice. Nice. I like that. I think Davion Mitchell is going down that road right now, too. <laughs> that like yeah. scrappy guard who nobody likes playing against, who's going to like full court pressure the entire game and is strong as hell. And can only sometimes hit a jump shot. Davion Mitchell prototype. works works very well with Sabonis. That guy, wow. Sabonis, man, what a what a great year for him. Yeah, who Both won that trade last year? Everybody, that's who. Yeah, I still would not say that. But okay. Josh, they're third in the West. Okay, shut up. They're like five games over five hundred. Let's just relax here, okay? They're it not going to be third right? in the West by the end yeah. of the year. It doesn't matter. They're still going to be in the playoffs this year. Is yeah. Indiana? 
What do you I'm mean? Still eh? not sold in the Kings. What do you mean? Eh? They're gonna break. They're gonna break their playoff drought. Would you bet your life on them being a top six seed? Uh, let me see the seedings right now. Let me see how much I value my life. Mm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Opens up the spreadsheet. <laughs> let me calculate I mean, this one second. To be honest, they are three games ahead of the Clippers, who are in sixth place right now. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind it. I you know, Phoenix can... is going to make a run eventually too. Yeah, I, I, it just depends on when Chris Paul gets hurt again, man. I don't buy Phoenix. I'm out. I'm out on Phoenix. Until Booker comes back and lights up the league. Yeah, but I think their window is a bit closed. Yeah, for a yeah, championship, but they can make a run yeah. in the playoffs. There's, oh, yeah. There's a lot of chemistry issues there, man. There's a lot of weird stuff going on in Phoenix. You get that full starting five in, though. They were really good at the start of the year. Like, if they're healthy, they're going to be a top six seed. But, you know, playoff time... <laughs> You don't want to play a team like them, right? Like if you're Memphis, you don't want you don't want Phoenix in the first round. Yo, I think Memphis does want that smoke. Memphis wants all of the smoke, man. Yo, they were down like twenty five yesterday to Phoenix. They were down twenty nine and brought the game to two. They still lost. Yeah, they brought, they came back, Josh. That just means Phoenix almost choked it away. If anything else. Yeah, well, when they get Booker, it's a whole different ballgame. <clears throat> if they're gonna rely on Tory Craig on offense, that that team is not going anywhere, my friend. I'm sorry. Yeah. Who's got worse hands, Tory Craig or Clint Capella? Clint. <laughs> Such a hater. Uh, you any stats corner, Josh, or nah? I do, I do. Oh, I wasn't even expecting it. This is nice. No, you should be expecting it. Every podcast, man. Come on, man. It's the best segment of the podcast. <laughs> do you want to do your Raptor segment this week? What's oh, that? Man. Let's hear you want to do a Raptors segment this week too? Before we do Sats Corner? I mean, this is sort of involving the Raptors in a little bit, so we can Ooh. include them if you'd like to. Who are Wait the worst minute. shooting teams ever in NBA history? <laughs> Who is the worst half-court if- offense efficiency? How quickly yeah, do uh, six-foot point guards die off? <laughs> God, man, that guy's... Ugh. Anyways, <laughs> let's talk about something more positive, okay? Can you name the best five-man defensive lineups in the NBA this season with a minimum of 150 possessions played together? Now, I can either do this as you name the teams and then the players or just the teams, or if you want to name the lineup, you can try that first. What do you want to do? Let's do teams, and then once we get the teams, we'll go lineup. All right. So first team, in terms of the best five-man defensive lineups in the NBA thus far this season, Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, we're, oh, we have to... I thought we were going to guess the teams, but the Bucks, sure. Oh, sorry. We'll, we'll <laughs> guess the next teams. I, I misunderstood. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, I'm going to guess Giannis, Brooke Lopez, Drew Holiday. Yep. Um, I, would I don't have think to you're going to get it. Yeah, I would have to say Grayson Allen. Wow, impressive. Impressive. Yeah. And, uh, and then who's, who's playing that three? It's another white boy, isn't it? Pat Connaughton? Eh, wrong. Oh, really? Is it Bobby P? Nope. No, no, Bobby and... Oh, Javon. Yeah. There you go. Mr. Kata. Wow. Kata. They are plus 
in 346 wow. minutes. Impressive. Wow. All right, guess next team. team number two or Cleveland. any of the top five. Cleveland. Cleveland is number six. Oh, disappointing. Wow. How about the Boston Celtics? Surprisingly, no. Uh-huh. Nah, man, they let everybody score. They lost to Orlando tonight, too, as we record on Monday night. Denver. Not in the top five. We're I talking about Memphis. defense, not offense. Sorry, I meant Memphis. <laughs> uh, Memphis is number eight. Jesus. Wow. Philly. I'm just starting naming off top of the teams here. Nope. Toronto Raptors. No. <laughs> no oh, the Heat. Nope. New York. Well, we're bad. We're bad. New York is number four. Let's see there if you can go. name this one. This one's going to be tough. Brunson. Grimes. No. What? Grimes, yes. No to Grimes, Brunson? Yeah. No. He's Jesus. That's defensive. Oh, It'd be okay, Grimes, so. Randall, Mitchell Robinson. Okay. Um, RJ Barrett? Nope. Oh, wow. Okay. Who the hell? Got the bench boys. There's no way Quickly is on this list. Quickly really? is on the list. He's actually been wow. pretty good on defense this year. Wow, that's impressive. And the last guy you're probably not going to get, but go ahead. If you want to give a guess each, and then I'll give it. I have no idea, man. Who's their third string point guard? Evan Fournier? No. (laughs) Derrick Rose? (laughs) Nope. Miles McBride? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. (laughs) Come on. That's that's fuckery. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Okay. How about... The Golden State Warriors. Hell no. <laughs> uh, New Orleans. Nope. Oh my god, we're so bad. I think we're gonna name all the teams. We yeah, pretty much. Teams <laughs> Phoenix Suns. Nope. I think at this point you, you both get a guess each, and then I'll give you the team. Utah. And then we'll see if we can guess the players. No. No. Okay, just You're naming no, offensive no, 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 teams no, no. now. This, okay, it's over. It's over. No, 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 no. <clears> come, <throat> on, no come on. No, no, come on. Let me get my chance here. The LA Clippers. There you go. Number two. There we go. So let's guess the players now. All right. So Zubac. Yep. Kawhi. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. You also you have to man. qualify. You have to qualify. So. Man, I, I love it when we fail at this shit. It's so funny. I know. It's so uh, Is Norman on this team? He is not. Wow. It's but, okay, so Zubach, Batum? Nope. Reggie. Oh, my. There you go. Reggie's our point guard, correct? Paul George. Paul George is the three. Covington? Nope. He's barely played Terrence this year. Mann. Nope. Terrence Mann. John Wall? No, no, sir. Oh, my no, no. God. Who the hell's Marcus on this Morris. Team? Marcus Morris is the four, and oh the God. two is a surprise. Amir Coffey. No. <laughs> yeah, you said a surprise, man. Well, Luke you, you haven't named one guy out of all their guards you named so far. Luke Carnard. There you go. Luke Carnard. They are plus wow. 16.4 together. Oh, my God. Fucking T-Rex arms is uh, part of a strong defense, eh? Yep. Oh, they just scare us by roaring. Jesus. Um, I right, give a hit the now. Teams. Give the teams. Give the teams. 
All right, Brooklyn. This one should be easy. Oh. Oh. KD. Yep. Bruce Brown. What? Wrong team. No, not Bruce Brown. Sorry. Uh, um, it's, uh, oh my God. Royce O'Neal. Yep. At the uh, one, it'd be Kyrie, probably. Yep. Uh, Claxton. Yep. And Ben Simmons. Nope. Joe Harris. There you go. Plus 16.8. In 245 minutes. Nice. And the last team is the up-and-coming, rising Oklahoma City Thunder. Ooh. Wow. Wow. Okay. So you got Shea and Dort? Uh, Yes. Giddy? Yep. Giddy. I need a Giddy jersey. (laughs) He's nice. Uh, Jalen Williams. Yep. Good one. Let me tell you, not, not not the Asian not one. Darius, not the Asian Jalen Williams. Is he actually Asian? One. He's half Asian. The one with the big fro, the big, the big man. Yeah, he's uh, half Vietnamese. Cool. It's not him. <laughs> uh, so we need one more, right? Yep. Not Basley. No. Hell. Fuck that. Kenrich guy. Williams. Incorrect. Damn. Isaiah Robinson Joe? Earl. What did you say, Peter? Isaiah Joe. Nope. It's a center. Rob. Mike Muscala. There you go, Mike Muscala. And the pod. Just end the pod. Mike Muscala. The moose. Lineup works. Yeah, when Chet comes back next year, they're going to have something there. Yo, they don't need Victor Weminyama, man. I've been telling you. They got Shea. You have have your generational superstar in Shea already. You don't need Victor. I thought you were going to say they had Chet, but okay. Yeah, you don't need Chet, man. You need Shea. Canadian legend. Would you like some more statistics? Sure. Let's hear it. All right. Can you name... We're going to go both ways here. The highest true shooting percentage in the clutch with minimum 30 clutch field goal attempts. Top five players this year. Kyrie. Not in the top ten. D. Aaron Fox. Number one, 66.4. True true shooting percentage. 66.4? Jesus Christ. What a beast. Pretty good is an understatement. Two of these guys are probably not going to get. The other two, maybe. Minimum 30 attempts, though. Yes. Kevin Durant. No. Scotty Barnes. Scotty no. Barnes, number two, wow. 64.5%. He's been Yo, a beast these last 20 games. Scotty has been a beast in the fourth quarter this year. Like the other three quarters, he kind of sucked. But when that he's, fourth quarter buzzer goes, man, he turns it on. <laughs> he's like Chris Paul, man. Like he just rests for three quarters and in the fourth quarter, he expends all of his energy. Yeah, but he's 20. <laughs> Come on. And he's not a bitch. It's working well, we don't know so that far. yet. We don't know that yeah. yet. Chris Paul wasn't a bitch in his early years. Come on. (laughs) All right, let's see if you can get this within five guesses. The Charlotte Hornets, which player? Kelly Oubre? Scary Terry. Nope. Neither of them? Nope. Wow. That's two. (laughs) PJ Washington. Wow, you actually got it. Wow. (laughs) 63.3%. 
<laughs> oh my god, I didn't even think he's taken 30 shots this year. That's incredible. 63. And 30 then, minimum 30 attempts. Yeah. Charlotte's been in some close games, I guess. Nobody watches them. And then uh, you have an Eastern Conference team who has recently dropped off. Playoff team. Well, potential playoff team. DeMar DeRozan? Nope. Two potential all-stars on their team. You're confusing with his two potential... Oh, the Cavs. Nope. Who's fallen off? Milwaukee. Nope. No, they're not. They're definitely making the playoffs. They just had an injury, and they've fallen off since then. Oh, uh, Indiana. Indiana? Nope. But yeah, that, he's at two potential. It's only Tyrese that's going to make mm. the Eastern Conference. May make two guys from one spot. Oh, New York? There you go. Who is it? Brunson. Jalen Brunson. 63.5%. And the last one should be easy. Western Conference team. Jokic. There you go. 62.6%. Jeez. And then quickly we'll go the other way. Worst true shooting percentage in the clutch. Minimum 30 field goal attempts. Do you want to guess a few? I'm going to name the teams. Can I guess a few? Go ahead. Okay, Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> no. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Come on, man. That's the first guy you name. Kyle Kuzma. I thought you were going to hate on Russell Westbrook first. Come on, man. Nope. <laughs> Jordan Clarkson catching strays out here. Jeez. Uh, let me see. Poor shooting in the clutch. Let's go with uh, Fred Van Vliet. You're close. He's tied for number seven, also with Siakam at 43.5%. Oh. And Rozier, too. I was going to say Siakam as my other guess. Ooh, uh, Luca. No. No. He gets a lot of shots up, man. I figured he misses a lot. All right, give us some teams. Yeah, give us teams. Milwaukee. Giannis? Correct. 41.1%. Tied for first with somebody from Cleveland. Wow. Donovan Mitchell. No, Mitchell's been good in the clutch this year. Garland? Garland, also at 41.1%. He has not been good in the clutch this year. Number three is sort of surprising. Uh, Phoenix, they've gone the other way this year. They were the best clutch team in the NBA last year, and this year they've gone the complete opposite route. Chris Paul. Incorrect. Hasn't played enough. No way it's Bridges. Bridges has played a lot, but no way. I think Chris Paul actually qualifies, but uh, based on who this is. Okay, so now Bridges, not Chris Paul on Phoenix. Booker has been okay. Booker, no. 41.4%. Man, wow. he's fooling us. Not an all-star. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have the guy who you think of who's the least clutch player in the NBA because he makes the worst decisions possible at that time. Russell Westbrook. 41.7%. Jeez. And lastly, you have a Chicago Bull. Is it one of the two stars? Oh, is it Levine? Levine. Yep, 42.8%. And following closely behind, James Harden, 43.3%. Another fake all-star. Damn. (laughs) Just got to throw that in there. 
Absolutely. Oh, man. Your shouts to Scotty Barnes for turning it on in the fourth quarter. Good for him. At least somebody's playing well for that team. The one highlight of Toronto's season so far. Him and Gary Trent Jr. My God. Flint going to be traded Trent. soon. What a shame, man. Remember how hyped we were when they got Gary Trent for Norm Powell? I mean, it was a good trade. I think they're going to do the exact same thing this year, too. They're going to trade him for a younger guy. I don't think it's going to be Pirtle. I think it's going to be somebody like um, Sadiq Bey or somebody along those lines. Gary Trent is young. He is. He's like 25. I think he's yeah, younger, just, isn't he? I just don't think you're going to sign him for $25 million a year based on where Toronto is right now, though. Gary Trent was born in 1999. Wow. Jeez. It's Incredible. 24. Turning. 24. It's 24 this year. Incredible. Mm. No, man. Keep... Keep Gary. Toronto's got to keep him, man. I don't know how awful that shooting will be without Gary Trent. That's the plan. The, the tankathon lives on, eh? Absolutely. Wow. Josh Cohen leading the helm of the Toronto tankathon. All right. Well, good stuff. Good stats corner. Uh, and uh, let's call it here. Let's get some rest. Josh, you're going to call us in from your cruise? I wish I could. No Wi Fi, man. Whoa, no Wi-Fi cruise? Wow. I wouldn't want to go on my phone during the cruise anyway. That's the plan. Wow. I hope... So you're not going to watch any games? Are you I going mean, completely completely offline? If it's on at the bar, maybe. But honestly, like lately, I have not watched many games because the basketball has not been good. There's been too many stars sitting out. Something we should have discussed on this podcast, too. If you want to discuss it quickly, we can. But if not, we can save it for the next one. It doesn't matter. You know what, Josh... We'll talk about it next pod so you can actually explain how it felt to be disconnected from the NBA and how much you missed watching Toronto play with three of their starters out against, I don't know, the Washington. Come on. That's true. They're not the Clippers. (laughs) Come on now. Only one starter can sit at a time for Toronto. Maybe two. During the game. (laughs) Not even for a full game. All right, well, you enjoy your cruise, Josh. Raj, you enjoy your weird liquid consumption. You know, what, Almost done, baby. Whatever, whatever that is. And I want to thank everyone else for listening. Please remember to rate and subscribe on iTunes, on Spotify. You can leave us those reviews, leave us those comments. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Hoops Corner Pod. And until next time, peace.